For some people, running is an art form. And in the world of football, few are as fast as Thierry Henry. So quick is the charismatic Arsenal and French striker that journalists have described his turn of pace as frightening and devastating. After one match, when Henri played as a winger, a witnessing journalist commented later, Henri transformed the left side of the pitch into a motorway. For any player who has such a gift, the ability to run at pace is a tremendous asset. Yet, if we were talking about the fastest sportsman, we would need to turn from football to athletics and from a Frenchman to an American. Tom Montgomery, going faster than any who had attempted the distance before him, completed 100 metres in a blistering 9.78 seconds in Paris, France last year, setting a new world record. For those of you that don't know, that's very fast. Quicker than 10 meters per second. And it's not surprising that this title of world's fastest human being is a coveted one. Take, for example, Dwayne Chambers, one of Montgomery's fellow competitors, who claimed recently that he's going to smash Montgomery's record over the course of this summer. He's even given us the time by which he's going to do that. 9.65 seconds, which he thinks is humanly achievable by him. For these men, running is their life. However, while we marvel at the running ability of these men and their athleticism in physical terms, we must be careful not to overinflate them or their gifts beyond their rightful place. For as we're reminded in Scripture, while physical training is of some value, godliness has value for all things. Now that's hardly an excuse for us not doing exercise, as though we needed one. It's a reminder that first and foremost, we should run not for gold, but for God. And that's why on one occasion, an older spiritual coach counseled a young athlete in the faith and urged him to run for God's glory. It only took him a verse to say it. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. What Paul said to Timothy, I want us to hear for ourselves tonight. If we could paraphrase Paul, he says to us, run for your life. And the reading, as we said, is found in page 196 of the Pew Bible, 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 22. I just want to say at the start, and I wouldn't normally be so narrow as this, but I'm especially thinking of you tonight if you are a younger person. I'm thinking of teenagers tonight. I'm thinking of, of young folks. The older 
sports can listen in as well. But I'm thinking about you. Now let's ask God to help us as we speak. Let's, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening with no sense of self-confidence either to speak out your word or to listen to it attentively or even more difficult to put it into practice on our own. We need your spirit to inspire your word to us. It's not our word, it's yours. And it's not our lives, but it's yours. And we pray that you will teach us that tonight. And may we be driven to run lives for you. Father, I pray, perhaps even just for one person here who will commit themselves to running for you this evening. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This text in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22 is not for me just an academic text. It's not just words on a page. Even as I read it now, I feel deeply as I do so. The Bible's a, a living word. And I can tell you that how I feel when I read a passage like this, when I read a verse like this, is very different from how I felt, say, eight years ago when I was in the middle of my teens. We'd ask for all my failings. I read this now and I hear Paul say this and I feel that I want to do this. There was a time when that wasn't the case. You see, it wasn't always clear to me that God's way was the way to go. That his race was the race to run. And I wanted to know what my life purpose really was. I was brought up in a church. And I knew what my church's answer was to that question. And in my Christian home where I was brought up, and I'm very thankful for it, I knew what my parents thought the answer was to that question, why I was here. But I wanted to know for myself. I wanted to be able to start and finish the sentence that said, to live is... and know how that finished. Famous philosopher, a guy named Soren Kierkegaard, wrote in his journal when he was young, the thing is to find a truth which is true for me. To find the idea for which I can live and die. That's what I wanted. And I think that's what we all want. No one wants to waste their life, really. It would be a long story to tell you how God changed my mind and turned things around. But I just want to say to you tonight that I recognize you might be at different places. And as we come to this this evening and we're talking about running this race, for some of you, this is a huge challenge. You're maybe at a, a corner in your life. And this comes with tremendous force. Maybe you're sitting tonight and you're completely apathetic to this. Maybe you're not in the race 
at all and you're wondering what I'm going on about. This sermon is about getting in the race. If you're on the side of the track this evening, half a foot on, half a foot off, 